we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Folks, that, y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about, people that's going to be real. Thank you. You in the house right next to them <laughs> and don't want to say nothing. You don't want to be the first one to say it. I don't want to make peace. I want to be the first one. <laughs> Am I telling the truth? See, I'm preaching to some of these. Amen. Some of y'all, you know, y'all, everything's just right for you. But now we don't even do that, man. If there's something, we're going to hash it out quick. So I can sleep that night. Look at somebody say, I want peace. All right, let's preach about peace. Philippians 4 and 4, rejoice in the Lord. There's no game today, so I can take as long as I desire. And even if there was a game today, there is a word from the Lord. Philippians 4 and 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say what? Rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto what? Somebody fail that right there because all men know them as excess. He said, let your moderation balance. Look at somebody and say balance. Your balance. You're not too extreme. You can get along with folks. You ain't so saved that you can't eat with the unsaved folks in your family. How are you going to be a light to them? You ain't so saved that you pick everybody apart and find fault in people. You're not moderate. But Paul says, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is what? At hand. In these times, it is critical to handle each and every situation with the love and compassion of who? of Jesus Christ. Every situation, no more going off on folks. No more slipping and cussing and shooting the finger on the freeway. In this time, it's critical to handle each and every situation with what? See, because now we're in the time where you gotta pray before you leave the house when you get in the car. Have you noticed how many wrecks there's been? If you haven't noticed an increase in wrecks, you haven't been driving. Why are there so many wrecks? Why are there so many crashes? Amen. Folks, folks have something in them that is unpredictable. We don't know what it's going to do. So it's critical. You don't get mad and shoot the finger and then somebody run into you. Like the old folks say, you on your way to hell. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I don't want to chance that. Right. Amen. I don't need when the Lord come back, I don't need to be in the club scooting and juking. I don't know if Jesus gonna stop by there on his way back. <laughs> juking. That's why they called it the juke joint. It was juke. Because folk was in there juking. <laughs> and white people didn't go to the juke joint. Juking, that's something black people do. 
juking. Sounds so bad. Mark 6 and 34. And Jesus, when he came out, saw much people and was moved with what? Compassion toward them because they were as sheep not having a shepherd. And he began to teach them anything. You have to have compassion. You have to see your loved ones and your family with compassion. No matter what they've done, no matter what they said, you know what? Talking about you, dogging you out, hurting you, your family and all that. Do you know you used to do that? Until Jesus Christ saved you, you were in sin. So you can't be hating your family because they crazy and you used to be crazy. The Bible said basically we're born crazy. So Jesus was moved upon them because he saw past who they were and what they were doing. He knew, hey, wait, I'm the answer. So he didn't judge them in that way. And we can't either. We have to look upon our brothers and sisters with compassion. We don't know what people have been through. The end times is not the time to bicker and be argumentative. But rather to reason and operate with a what? You know, you got to pray for a gentle spirit. You have to pray for that. That doesn't come natural. Humans will irritate you. People will irritate you. It doesn't come natural. You have to pray, God, give me a gentle spirit. Meaning I don't react and go off. I can hold my peace. And assess the situation and be prudent. Consider the future. Consider the consequences of this dumb thing I'm about to say. Well, if I, those of you that I have counseled or talked to one-on-one, whatever, and you have an anger thing that rises up and you go off, what did I tell you to do? I tell you to get you, write down what you're going to say before you say it. Read it back to yourself. And you're going to be like, I'm crazy. (laughs) Something is wrong with me. (laughs) I was going to really say that? Yeah. Whatever's in your mind, how you going to deal with it, write it down. Write it all down. And then read it back to yourself. You might not be saved (laughs) when you finish reading. (laughs) Yeah. But if you do that, that, that puts time there. Time for you to cool down, time for you to assess the situation, and time for you to make a prudent choice in consideration of the future. Proverbs 15 and 1. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but a grievous word does what? Grievous words stir up anger. A soft answer turneth away wrath. Wrath. It's hard to be mad with someone that will not argue back. You ever tried to argue with somebody that won't argue back? Say something! (laughs) Folks will do stuff just to get a reaction from you. To pull you out of yourself. I know I'm telling the truth. You know that cousin everybody has one. At the dinner table. You know, everybody's just having a good time and he's looking you up and down. He's looking for something. Something to get mashed potatoes thrown at it. Something. Yeah. And then you're going to make some 
some remark. And you have to be able to give a soft answer to turn away wrath. It's all right. Guess y'all got perfect families, huh? Resolving all misunderstandings and disputes with the moderate loving spirit will break down strongholds and disarm the adversary. The only thing the devil has on you is your behavior. That's it. If you stop doing the fool, the fool would stop. Yeah. You keep doing the fool. And the fool stays present. Serious decision. You listening to the fool. And to do the fool. And make a foolish decision. But if you would stop being foolish. The devil would have nothing. To work through. He's working through the way you handle things. He's working through the decisions you make. When you get mad and go crazy and go off, he's right there next to you. <laughs> Say it louder, the fool. You told him, and you in the bed can't sleep because you've hurt somebody. But if you resolve misunderstandings and disputes with a moderate loving spirit, it'll break down those strongholds. I know I'm preaching. It's quiet in here because somebody had a Thanksgiving to remember. <laughs> it was mashed potatoes on all four walls. <laughs> to have peace, we must handle life. We must handle life's trials how peace, peaceably. To have peace. Hey man, look, dude, this is going on between us, man. Let's just let's just resolve it now. It's, this ain't worth it before you get other folks involved. Let us therefore follow after the things that make for peace, according to Romans 14 and 19. And the things wherewith one may what? Follow after the things that are edifying one another. Y'all still with me? Philippians 4 and 6, be careful, anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Don't be anxious for anything. If you're anxious for it, it's not God. It's you. You want it. Oh, pastor, I just need you to pray. It's just anxiety is all over me. Okay, what are you doing? What are you, before I pray. Nobody can just come up to me and tell me to pray against depression or anxiety. Those spirits need access. You have to do something to be anxious. You have to do something to have anxiety. You have to do something. Something has to happen for you to be depressed. What about death of a loved one? What about losing your job? None of that stuff should make you depressed. No. Depression is linked to your own behavior. You may be sad. There's a time for mourning according to the Bible. Right? There's a time. 
But depression is a spirit, not from God. So if you feel with the Holy Ghost, you shouldn't be depressed. And if you are depressed, you step outside of the Holy Ghost and made a bad judgment call. I don't care if you don't clap. <laughs> I don't care. I know I'm telling the truth. That's what that is. So when you tell me, hey, Pastor, this depression is all over, what did you do? What are you doing? What did you say? Who do you hate? Who are you angry at? What does the devil have on you? <laughs> I knew this man was going to do this. So I tried to give you some singing and stuff to make you feel good for a little while. Just uh, bring, bring in the artist, let us sing. All that. Uh-huh. That's over with now. <laughs> yeah, but anxiety and depression has no place in God's church, in God's kingdom, and in God's people. Those things shouldn't be in us. But we make decisions to bring those things. And until it's addressed, don't get in the prayer line and the $500 line and the, lay your hands on me and flap me, fall out of See, I was dealing with anxiety and I got the miracle spring water and I poured it all over my chest and all of that anxiety just, you a lie. You a lie. Miracle spring. What? Miracle spring water. No, but that's basically what the church has become. If you're going to just break depression and anxiety off of somebody, no, 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 no. It's not that easy. We need to retrace your steps and find out. Because if you come in here, I lay hands on you, uh, somebody good, some, a good singer sings, you're going to feel good. But then you're going to go right back through that same doorway and that same depression is waiting on you. Because you didn't address the root of the problem. You don't destroy a tree by pulling leaves off of it. Don't let me go to the trees message. You can't just cut the branches off either. They're going to grow back. You can cut it right at the trunk and knock the whole tree down. But you didn't deal with the roots. That joker's going to come right back up. May take a little time. I'm walking in my deliverance, Pastor. I'm walking in my deliverance. How you doing today? Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm walking in my deliverance. I'm walking in my deliverance. Oh, okay, okay. Year one, year two, year three, you right back to where you were. What happened? You didn't deal with those roots. You knocked the tree down. So the root of bitterness, I need to know where anxiety and depression, what is causing it, is something I'm doing. Yeah, God gave us everything we need for life situations. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. All nine of the fruits of the Spirit come with His Spirit. We have everything we need. So when we're depressed and anxious, that means we're stepping outside of Him. And we're in error in some kind of way. I will preach it here. They don't like this kind of message. They don't like this kind of message. They want the money message. And 
Mm-hmm. See, make me feel good, Pastor. Guess I gotta go watch Pop Off. I ain't listening to nobody named Peter Pop Off. <laughs> Brother, you should have changed your name when you was little. If you went to my school, you definitely would have. Boy, we'd have had so many jokes. Anxiety comes when we move outside of God's plan for us and create a way for ourselves. That's where anxiety, did you hear me? Did y'all hear me over here? Y'all, y'all hear me? You hear me way back there in the back? Who back there? Oh, okay. Yeah. Barney, y'all, yeah, y'all hear me back there? Okay. Did you hear? Way back in the overflow. I, y'all, y'all hear? Okay, good. Look at that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say it again just in case. You didn't hear. Anxiety comes when we move outside of God's plan for us and create a way for ourselves. You got a better way to do it. You have a better way to do it. God set an authority in your life to give you advice, to help you, but you have a better way to do it and then wonder why you can't sleep at night. Because your way is keeping you up. When we do things that are against his plan, we become anxious. See, your human body was created for God's plan. So when you try to take your human body and use it for something that it wasn't designated for, it's going to break down. If you keep eating the wrong thing, your body's going to break down. Keep putting the bad gas in your car. Shamrock. Keep putting the shamrock regular. You can at least get the super shamrock. Keep putting that bad gas in your car and watch. You're going to hear a tick and a talk every day. Then you're going to hear a little beat. And a, yeah. Because your car is only as good. I don't care how much it costs you. It's only as good as the fuel you put in it. Your body's the same way. Keep putting bad fuel in your body. Don't give it vitamin D and the vitamins it needs to fight disease. And they spraying this stuff in the sky. Shooting this stuff in folks' bodies. Injecting stuff in the food. You know, they ain't have to mess with the vegetables and stuff because folks ain't going to that section no more. Did you eat some vegetables today? Well, yeah, berries. Really? Yeah, berries was in my Captain Crunch. You know, the one with the berry. I, I bought the all berry one. <laughs> you had your, your berries today. Okay. Yeah, but your body's going to... It ain't wonder why folk crazy. Just crazy, out of their mind, making crazy decisions. Bad fuel. Yeah, but this is where anxiety comes from. Proverbs 16 and 25. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are what? So your way seems right to you, no matter who tells you it's wrong. I mean, I've seen folks, man, person after person came, gave them good counsel. They refused all the good counsel. All of the good counsel. Because they chose the way of death. Their own way. You know, God blessed you to be around some folks that lived what you're going through. That's a blessing. It's a blessing. Person that is living against God's plan cannot have peace because peace is a spiritual fruit from God. How are you going to have peace from God if you're living against God's plan? 
<laughs> Our creation role. Remember that? Yeah. That's the role you were created for. We know what the creation role. We can bust it all the way down to what the creation roles are. The, just the simple basics. Man was made for God. Woman was made for who? Man. Man. Creation roles. That's what you was created for. Now, whatever else you do, that's what you do. But your creation role, a woman was created to be cared for and taken care of by a man. Boy, a single woman should have jumped up, ran across the building, hit the symbol on the drums, then came back around and just... I don't know why folk don't want to hear that. Oh, well, you know, women, you can, I can be a strong, powerful... No, you can't. I can be a powerful black woman. I can be... Like a, no, you can't. No, you can't. can't be powerful outside the creation role. Amen. Now, you can settle. But why you want to be a powerful woman anyway? Well, just be a woman. Now, you can just be a woman. You don't have to be married to be a woman. You can be a woman. You can love the Lord. The Bible said you can almost be married to him. You can be serving God. No man get in the way. You can be living a better life than you living now. Sleeping around. Can I preach it? Y'all act like I I don't preach like this. Yeah, you would have peace. You can't lay down in the bed without thinking about Brutus. <laughs> Brutus. <laughs> Brutus. You just and it's a different dude every three months. Because you're not in God's plan. You're living outside. His, his plan wasn't for you to sleep around. A woman was made for one man. Just one. Just one. Just one. And if he ain't trying to marry, not that one. And if he ain't trying to marry quick, not that one. The Bible said it's better to marry than to burn. That means that, brother, we, uh, 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 baby, we got an hourglass going. The day I met you, I turned it over. And the sands of time are against us. So we need to do this quick. Yeah, brother, I've been, you know, if we, 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 you know, I understand what you're saying, Pastor. But, you know, me and her, you know, we just kind of been in a courtship for the last, I bought that much courting. has to happen quick. Bible says it's better to marry than to burn. You can't resist. Look, we know you got a problem. We know she got a problem. Somebody needs to get married. Amen. What y'all, 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 y'all testing each other's boundaries? Y'all trying to see, you know, well, see, we just, we only get together with friends and everybody, you know, she have her friends, I have her friends, we try to come together, no, 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 brother. You watch R-rated movies. So you're seeing folk kissing and carrying on, right? And you got somebody? You don't want to do that with them? Well, see what the... Hush, boy, ain't crazy! I think you... Have you studied psychology? 
Psychology says long-term relationships are damaging. Psychology said teenage relationships are dangerous. You can't even Google a positive result from a teenage relationship. They don't exist because all science will tell you it's a bad idea when a person is developing. Man, I preach it here. Ooh, we, ooh. Our creation role, God's original intent for us, and doing what pleases Him brings us peace in this life. So, listen, if you want peace in your life, here's what you got to do the creation role, God's original intent for us, and doing what pleases him that's how you have peace when you good with god you have peace it don't matter if the devil's mad devil stay mad at me devil always mad at me don't matter like i want the devil to like me isaiah 26 and 3 that would keep him in perfect peace whose mind is what so your mind got to be stayed on god when you don't have peace your mind's not on god so find out why is my mind not on God what trail did my mind just go down to cause me to not have peace obviously I'm thinking about something that I shouldn't obviously someone did something to change what was going on because peace left and God is a God of peace this is a good message to me even when we have done things that complicate our lives. Anybody ever done things that, were, that has complicated their life? You did dumb stuff. Complicate. Dumb stuff complicates. Sin complicates. Sin. Just done dumb stuff. We've all done it. Well, some of us. Everybody? Y'all done dumb stuff? All right. Okay. Well, Pastor, it just depends on what you call dumb. You We've all done it. So, we've done things that complicated our lives, but we must continue to pursue his will and trust in his plan. Because he hasn't given up on you. Look at somebody and say, God hasn't given up on me. Psalms 56 and 3. When I am afraid, I do what? I put my trust where? In you. This is a good word. Philippians 4 and 7. And the peace of God which passeth, how much understanding? How much is all? That's all understanding. All of our 3D understanding. The peace of God passeth it all. Shall keep your hearts and minds. How? Through Christ Jesus. I'm just battling depression. Then you're not spending time with Christ Jesus. You're not going to battle depression if you get close to Christ. Amen. Have I battled depression? Yes, I have. But I wasn't close enough to Christ. Have I battled anxiety? Yes, I have. I just told you I spent years, couldn't sleep. But I wasn't handling things right. I needed to fix some things. I needed some wise counsel. I needed somebody that had been through what I've been through to help me through it. I was trying to do it myself. I preach to the men and heroes all the time about living in your head and your head. Y'all know why I preach that? Because that was me. I was in my head. Thought I could handle it in my head and I couldn't. 
Amen. I have to get out of my head. I have to get around some folk. Some men that could help me. They'd be like, brother, who told you to do that? My head. And you know who the head is. The fool. That he, that's, that's his house. But the peace that passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. When we handle situations with a godly temperament and pursue God's plan for us, we can have what? Okay. Lord, help us. Help us with this, God, right now in the name of Jesus. Help us from this point on to handle situations with your temperament. When they come and tell you, you ain't going to have no job. Uh, The new date is January the 5th. So by January the 5th, you have to be vaccinated or you can't have a job. When they come and tell you that, you got to have a godly temperament. Okay, okay. But in your mind, you're saying, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. And in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct you. That's a godly temperament. You ain't got to say it to him as soon as they, uh, just five days. Oh, you don't know. I serve a risen savior. <laughs> You don't have to do that. You got to have a godly temperament. Hold your peace. You don't have to say nothing right then. So, okay, we'll see. Don't, don't say that. You know, I got to help folks. Yeah, I have to say it because some folks, ooh. But yeah, no, 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 no. We'll just wait it out and see what God says. Because all they're doing is testing Christians. They know when you don't believe. I was telling somebody the other day reminded me of that movie Fright Night. Remember that? I've said this before. Remember Fright Night? That was the first vampire movie where the cross didn't work. See, I grew up when they had the Nosferatus and Bella Lugosi and Chris, you know, all them old black and white. And every movie where there was a vampire, all you needed was a cross. You held that cross up, vampire. Oh! But Fright Night. He held that cross up and boy, that vampire grabbed that cross and crumbled it and said, you got to have faith. And I didn't sleep for months. (laughs) Why was I even watching that? I was mad at my friends for making me see that. If there's no hope in the cross, there's no hope. We're in trouble. It's over. But then when it got to the end, that same dude who got the cross crumbled, he held the cross up. And the vampire came to him. Now, don't y'all go try to watch it. Please don't. They called me, oh, I got anxiety, Pastor. <laughs> he tried to grab it. And he grabbed it. He said, you got to have faith. And the dude looked at him. And he said, held it out. Burned his head. Vampire was in trouble. I said all that to say, and I used the old demonic (laughs) analogy (laughs) to let you know you got to have faith. So when you're doing your religious exemption, whatever, 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 your faith is not in the exemption. Your faith is not even in keeping the job. Your faith is in the one who gave you the job in the first place, who pays all your bills according to his riches and glory. Your faith is in the one. 
that owns everything. Why would God give it to you and then take it away? And if he takes it away, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I ain't married to nothing I own. Brother. Proverbs 16 and 21, the wise in the heart shall be called prudent. And the sweetness of the lips does what? When you know how to control your talk and let your lips and your speech be sweet, it increases what? Learning. God's peace will remove depression. Anxiety, stress, worry, and all emotional trauma that causes us to doubt and fear. Psalms 4 and 81. Numbers 4 and 8. I will both lay me down in peace and what? Sleep. For thou, Lord, only maketh me to dwell in safety. My wife taught me about that. She taught me about the scriptures about sleep. And she would read them to me when I'd be just struggling to sleep. She would just read the Bible. She'd just be up just reading passages to me because she knew I was just struggling to, to, to sleep. But I had to get my mind and I had to understand why am I struggling with, with a fruit of the Spirit? Peace is a fruit of the Spirit. So if I'm filled with the Spirit, then it must be something else I'm doing. Maybe I'm thinking about it wrong. Maybe I hate somebody, which that's what it was. Maybe I'm mad at someone. Maybe I'm letting people take my peace because of how I feel about them. And they in the bed snoring like a leaf blower. So I had to forgive. I had to let it go. Repent. Whatever. So my sleep could be sweet and I could have peace. Because if we're dwelling in safety, we should have peace. I know I'm helping somebody. A person that has failed over and over in this life and feels that they have truly hindered their future can still have the peace of God because his peace is what? You haven't made a mistake greater than God's peace. His peace is beyond our understanding. Beyond what you've done. Beyond who you are. Beyond what happened to you. Beyond your upbringing. Beyond you being left abandoned, neglected, abused. It's bigger than that. It's beyond our understanding. That's how somebody that have, could, could have been left on the side of the road just treated like trash can take the mic and preach the gospel because they have a peace that's beyond our understanding Romans 5 and 1 therefore being justified by faith we have what? peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ summary I hope y'all get this. This peace message is important. Just fix it. Just correct it. We walk around mad at nobody. 
especially in here. You mad at somebody at church? You in church avoiding somebody in church. In church. You in God's house. We all supposed to be God's children and you dodging. Getting away from folks. Oh, I'm not speaking to them this Sunday. In church. Y'all church is it. This is all we got. You ain't been out there. You ain't, you ain't been out there. Can I keep preaching? Peace is one of those how bad do you want it kind of things. Look at somebody and say, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? That's peace is one of those. How bad do you want it? Are you willing to right the wrongs in your life? Really? Are you really willing to make stuff right? Are you ready to finally stand up for what you truly believe? Are you ready to take your eyes off the things you can see and trust in the unseen? Really? You really ready to trust God without a job? Without money? Without income? Without food? Just trust God. He's going to make a way. Are you ready? Are you ready to take your eyes off those things? Are you ready to make amends with those that you cancel? You cancel people? A Christian? A believer? Can you open your heart and allow God's temperament to reside in you? That means no more angry outbursts and bad emotional tirades. No more fighting, arguing, and malicious acts against others. Can you walk peacefully with those that hurt you? Can you pray for those that attack and persecute you? Are you willing to lay down your desires and pursuits if they are in God's way or against his plan for you? How bad do you want peace? These are the things that must be handled if we are to have God's peace. There is no way we will be able to navigate through the end times and fight against the enemy's attacks if we are fighting one another. We cannot expect to overcome depression, anxiety, and feelings of failure if we are speaking hatred, gossiping, and tearing down others. As our world turns on itself and the New World Order agenda strengthens, we as God's remnant must be strengthened. We are made strong by God and his power. But to attain it, we must be what? Obedient. We must love and not hate. We must forgive and not carry grudges. We must repent and not practice sin. We must follow God's plan and not our own. But most of all, we must be good with what God wants for us in this hour. Are you good with what God wants? Or do you just have to have what you want? When we agree with his way and follow his plan, we can have his peace no matter what is going on. 
around us. Amen. Y'all believe that? Ooh, the hand claps. This was a convicting message. Yeah. Now, you know them phone numbers that pop up, somebody calling you. Heart start beating fast. You get a text. You got beef with somebody? Man, clear that up. Cook that and eat it. Get rid of that beef. Get rid of it. You shouldn't be feeling like that about anyone. Get your peace back. Don't you want your peace? Colossians 3 and 12. Put on therefore as the elect of God. How many of you elect of God? Y'all jive today. (laughs) Ate too much Thursday. Is that it? Colossians 3 and 12. Put on therefore as the elect of God. How many of you elect of God? Come on. Good gracious. Make some noise. (laughs) Put on therefore as the elect of God. Holy and beloved. Put on bowels of what? Mercy. Mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness. You know, the cancel culture is the opposite of long suffering. Long suffering is a fruit of the spirit. It means you got to put up with folks. Long suffering. Oh, Pastor, I need to get out of this marriage. Pray. You got to pray for your husband. I did. (laughs) That's still time on the clock. He's still here. You still here. So you got to be long suffering. What if I'm only eight fruits of the spirit and I'm not, I lead a lamb? No, brother, no. You feel with the spirit, there's nine of them. Nine of them. Long suffering. And folks, act like nobody has been long-suffering with him. He was long-suffering with you and married your raggedy tail. You can at least forgive him. Stay with him. He did you a favor. I preach, huh? It's the end times. I got to say it like a T.I.T. Be quick to leave. I'll take these children. There is nowhere for you to go. Mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind. Means when you're in an argument, you take wrong. That's humbleness of mind. Brother, okay, man, look. Dude, let's just, let's just not do this. I'll take wrong. I don't have to be right all the time. Do you know Jesus walked around with the power to end the world? Yes, 
the power to end the world and he let folks talk to him like he didn't know what he was doing. That's ultimate meekness. Humbleness of mind. I don't have to be right. In your marriage, I don't have to be right. Sometimes you can just be right in your heart. But I let him, I let her have it. For the sake of this family. Amen. If I get mad and leave, I'm taking me with me. And I'm going to do the same thing in another marriage because I'm there. That's <laughs> just crazy. Forbearing one another, putting up with one another. Putting up with one another. Oh, let me, oh, give me a minute. Oh! Because some folk you don't want to put up with. That's just crazy. The whole family is crazy. You ain't listening to nothing I say. You ain't doing nothing I'm preaching. And you come in every Sunday. You are crazy. You come to church to hear what I'm saying so you can go home and gather with some other folk and talk against what I said. You you that kind of crazy. Gather at dinner, gather the kids. Y'all talking against the church but come every then, you know what's really crazy? You think we don't know you doing that. I see your faces. I see it at night. But what did the whoop say? I see it at night, but you know what I do? Because I'm not crazy. Forbearing, putting up with one another. Forgiving one another. And if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, what do you have to do? So also do ye. And above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfectness. Don't come telling me how you done cast out devils and all of the different variations of tongues you can speak. And all the different keys on the register. Saying to the windows bust. I don't want to know about all of that. Can you love? I don't want to hear your voice if you hate folks. I don't want to hear you play the organ and you hate folks. You hate yourself. You look like you slept on a park bench last night. What's going on with the musicians in the church? Why they all look so raggedy, dude? You know what that means? That means you hate yourself. We don't care about yourself, won't groom yourself. You just fell in the church and fell on the altar. <laughs> it's like, dude, you didn't pass a shower or nothing. Her everywhere, her just. Don't care, don't care. It's the church. 
but on love, which is the bond of perfectness. I'm preaching at this place today. Yes, I am. I don't care. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body. And what? Let the peace of God do what? Everyone stand to your feet. Let the peace of God do what? Rule. You know what rule means? Rule means peace is in charge. It's ruling your heart. So no matter what people bring to you, no matter what they say, no matter what their behavior is like, peace is going to rule. I'm going to make a good, peaceful decision. It don't mean you compromise. Y'all know it don't mean that. Don't mean you sell out. Don't mean you take down. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying you let peace control the situation. Sometimes when you pray to God for peace, you don't even have to confront the person. Peace will confront them. Anybody need this peace? Just come on up. And we're going to pray. Peace. Sleep. Sleep in peace. Same thing. Sleep. You need sleep just as much as you need food. 200 processes occur in your body during REM sleep. If you don't go into deep sleep, those processes will not complete. And over time, you'll develop an issue in your body because those processes were interrupted by the fact that you were up when you should have been asleep. But God's peace is sufficient. God's peace can handle the end times. You don't think he can handle the end times? He created all times. Time is in him. He can handle this. He can handle your situation. He can handle your condition. He can handle you. He's that powerful. Amen? Peace. Peace. I will keep you in perfect peace. If you keep your mind stayed on him. So everyone just bow your heads. Now with your heads bowed, I need you to make a decree right now with your heads bowed. And I need you to decree that your past will not dictate your future. The mistake, the error, the judgment, whatever the case, it's not going to dictate the outcome here. God's peace is going to dictate it. So God, give us peace right now over our situations, Lord, over our circumstances, over, Father God, what we've done wrong, over our error. Father God, give us peace. Peace so we will have sweet sleep. I pray right now, Father God, that your fruit, spiritual fruit of peace would overtake each and every person that came up with a desire for it. God, I believe and we believe together collectively that you are powerful enough to even begin to fix situations before we even get out of here. God, you are mending situations and we trust you for it. Father God, the pathway to forgiving, the pathway to understanding, that conversation that needs to be had, that person that I need to forgive, that person, Father God, that has been bothering my heart or whatever. Father God, you can do it. Give us your peace. And we let go of it right now. We let go of all hatred 
right now in the name of Jesus. Speak that. I let go of what happened to me. I let go of the person's negligence. I let go of my dad's negligence. I let go of my mother's negligence. I let go of what happened. I let go of that self-hatred. What I did to abuse myself. What I did to get back at my parents. Whatever it was, I let go of it right now in the name of Jesus. So that peace can be manifested in my life. So that peace can rest upon me. So it can rule me in the name of Jesus. Let the peace of God rule in my heart to the which also we're called to one body. In the name of Jesus. Now lift your hands up. Come on. And Father God, even in this place, ABC, Lord, let there be peace. Let there be peace among us as parishioners and believers and those that gather here. Let there be peace. Father God, don't let our petty decisions, our petty wants and desires interfere with the peace we can receive here. Father God, don't let anything get in the way or come between what you want to do in this place for us. Father God, keep it peaceful. Father God, keep the devil out. Father God, keep us loving one another. And God, give us all mercy to give to one another. The same mercy you give to us will bestow upon our brothers and our sisters in the name of Jesus. And we forgive everyone that has hurt us. Everyone, Father God, that has hurt us. Everyone, Father God, that did something they shouldn't. Everyone that spoke evil of us. Everyone that persecuted. We let it go right now and we ask that you fill us with peace in the name of Jesus we pray amen amen hallelujah let God's peace rule in your life hallelujah come on and hug somebody and say I have the peace of the Lord and I'm taking the peace of the Lord home with me. No more troubled sleep. No more bad dreams. No more nightmares. No more bad thoughts. Hallelujah. No more negative energy. But I have peace. I have peace that passeth all understanding. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. hallelujah situation's gonna work out it's gonna work out apply God's peace hallelujah 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 Lord we thank you for peace in a time where everyone is worried scared don't know the future we gathered in here almost 700 folks not worried about what they worried about with the peace of the Lord hallelujah and I'm taking this peace with me it don't just reside in here hallelujah elder let me say this Sometimes you got to turn off the stuff you're watching because it's messing with your peace. I feel the Holy Ghost telling me to tell you that. You can't watch every new update. Watch the ticker on the news about the new Omarion variant. 
Is it a Marion? What's it called? Well, he a variant too. He been variant. A Marion. A Mari. What is it called? A Mar. Omicron. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, PJ said sound like a transformer. Don't get that Omicron. But you can't keep watching all of the variants and watching all the news and see what they're doing and what they're thinking of doing, what they're going to do. Sometimes you got to just turn all of that off just to have peace. Got to have peace. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com.